cancer, you have done enough. There is nothing else that can be done. It is out of your control now and it's time to let go. And for January 2022 is the Jack of hearts. This card, when I pulled this card, I really felt that for many of you right now, you are in a tough situation that is requiring for you to stay patient or has been required or kind of set the expectation for you to stay patient. And you've had to do a lot of work in regards to get this resolved. Whatever the circumstances is, whatever the situation is, this month, there is sort of the sense that the situation is now out of your control and you have done everything you could, it is when Venus starts to move direct that you're going to start to get the clues of what the next steps are. And things are going to turn out a lot better than what you expected. And that's what I'm seeing here for the month of January 2022. Welcome to Uprise Astrology podcast and today's episode. Today, we are going to be focusing on two very important transits, in my opinion, that are going to really shape the month of January 2022. The first thing we're going to look at in today's episode is the powerful full moon in Cancer that it is going to be unfolding at 27 degrees. And then we will also take a look at the Venus retrograde that is coming to an end on January 29th. It is stationing at 11 degrees to start to go direct. And what does all of that mean? We're going to take a look at the chart. I'm also pulling a tarot reading at the very end to see what this month is going to bring to you. My intention is to cut through the noise and bring you the most important messages so that you are prepared. Let's dive into this reading and pull up the charts. All right, Cancer. So we're going to take a look at where the full moon is happening in your sign. This is going to be a full moon at 27 degrees, and it's occurring at my time, Eastern Standard Time, on Monday, January 17th. So where is this happening for you? It is going to be unfolding between your seventh house and the first house. So let's unpack it. The first house, let's start there. The first house has to do with yourself, your appearance. It can have oftentimes to do with our social behaviors our body, and how we present ourselves. So basically, how do you portray yourself? So that's where the moon portion is initiating. It's reflecting. It is asking you to take a look and be in command again in this area of your life. There is a breakthrough of some sort that is coming through with this particular full moon in Cancer. Now, the seventh house is going to be occupied with the sun and the full moon. If you are new to astrology, it is an opposition between the sun and the moon. So the sun portion is going to be illuminating your seventh house. The seventh house is the bond to anyone in our life that we feel is a very important relationship. This can really illuminate any kind of involvement that you have to another person, like a life partner or some kind of a social contract. Even um, it can be some kind of a contract either written or spoken or a business partnership. This is the house where we can connect and define the needs. Um, it shapes kind of the needs that we have from other people. And so these are the two houses that get illuminated. And there is a new sort of in command, or let's just say a power that's coming back online where you are breaking through by basically saying, okay, I'm going to stand back up for myself again. 
I am going to make these two aspects of my life work. And this is what it's going to look like now, because you guys have been working through maybe this aspect of your life and it's sort of reaching this peak. There's a new story that is about to unfold. Now, the very next day, this full moon is continuing to carry out the energies into shaping what's happening emotionally with us into a vision, a new approach that starts to become clear. Now that new approach starts to unfold between the sun and the north node. And the north node is going to be now in the 11th house. That north node is being illuminated by the sun, trining it. And it is anything that basically gets in contact with the nodes. It makes it much bigger. It's a much bigger sort of um, awareness that we are gaining during that time or that we're having during that time. And so the sun in Capricorn making that trine to the North node in Taurus is going to illuminate how the bonds that you have to other people now shape the future, which is what the 11th house is. The 11th house can be the future, but it can also be a time where we're involved in the collective experience, the new age of some sort, whatever we define as new age, technology can be uh, in this uh, house, technology as in what we use in order to connect to groups or groups that have the same mindset as we do. Of course, this, you've may have heard this before, the 11th house is connected to friends and organizations and how we kind of connect to organizations and why we connect to them. All of that is encompassing the 11th house. So here it becomes very apparent that now your life is taking on a whole new sort of chapter. And this chapter will have a lot to do with this type of theme we just mentioned. So there's going to be a lot that is going to be on your mind when it comes to who you're becoming now, what your image is becoming, and how you want to go back into the world, especially group settings, and how you want that new image to now play out, almost like a role that is being played out here. So that is a new value that you're going to shape over the next 18 months, but it initiates the day after this full moon starts to occur. Now, it comes with a little bit of a surprising element about what is possible in this area, or there's stuff that is going to start to change and shift and turn around a little bit. And part of it is going to become very clear to yourself because Uranus is moving direct. So Uranus is the planet that, in my opinion, oftentimes is the planet that whenever we see an influence here, it makes us consider something we have not considered before. And it's very unique. It's very outside of the box type of uh, occurrence or thinking. And so for you, this is going to happen there. Now, when Uranus goes direct, what does that mean? There is a new reality that's sort of manifesting right in front of your eyes. And this new reality is something different or something you've been working towards, but you never imagined that now you have this new feeling behind it that backs all of this. So I feel that for a lot of you, these could be the themes that are going to be playing out the week of the full moon. Now, the week after the full moon, we are going to have another very important uh, event. In my opinion, this is going to be when Venus 
is moving direct. That is going to happen on January 29th. Uh, this is going to be uh, a long time coming. It's going to feel at least like that. Um, the reason for that is, is because Venus entered Capricorn on November 5th. It stayed in Capricorn ever since, and it moved all the way up to 26 degrees and then it's stationed to go direct, uh, I mean, retrograde. And so since then, we have been very much reviewing our desires. Now for you, this has been happening in the seventh house. Venus in the seventh house, it doesn't do bad there. You know, I think it it's, it's not something that um, we have to fear when Venus comes into the seventh house. The thing with Venus here in Capricorn, though, is that you have been really reviewing your needs within relationships. And it has to be something that has to work now. That is what Venus in Capricorn is saying. Now, when it goes all the way to 11 degrees and start uh, starts to go uh, direct, you're going to get very, very clear on what your needs are. And part of that will sort of come with this element of busting sort of anything that was not real. Not that you were not believing that things could have not been possible in that area, but there's something in particular you maybe have been either fantasizing about or you thought this would be uh, the right kind of a thing to, um, to have a fantasy about or uh, to dream about, but something about that is going to fall away because you become crystal clear about a very simple need that you have that you now recognize in its clarity. Maybe before it was kind of cluttered with other things, but now you become more clear about it. So that's uh, one thing I think that a lot of you could be experiencing during this time now. And the other thing that I see for a lot of you is, is that there is this really big sense of emotional clarity on what you want to do about business partners, life partners, the way in which you know you have your social contracts if you're not in a partnership of some sort what is your social contract what does that really look like so there's a new sense of agreement that you are forming now and it just becomes crystal clear and it's an, it's an emotional uh, forward movement i would say because you become crystal clear then also in the subject realm of the 11th house, which is what the concentration is going to be over the next 11, I mean, over the next 18 months. One of the things I think that you become very aware of now as well is that there is sort of this sacrifice of um, intimacy that you will not be doing again, or you will not have this um, happen again in the way that it used to be in the past. Things that are on your mind, Things that you're reviewing, still a lot that is sort of in a conceptual realm, but a lot of it will start to become a very much felt reality starting in April. We'll talk more about that, but that's what I'm seeing here for your astrology chart. Let's move on to what the tarot cards are revealing. So we are going to move on to the tarot portion of uh, your reading. And of course, we have the Jack of uh, Hearts. The spiritual overall message for this entire month was there is a sense of surrender. Um, there is a sense of like time of letting go. And the very first card that fell out is the Eight of Cups. The Eight of Cups, we see a woman walking away, walking away from something they felt um, was 
part of their thing to deal with or part of something that they felt committed to the inside the cup there is a fire um, that fire is not out it is burning and so there's a part of you that feels like you don't have this commitment to this certain aspect of your life anymore and there's a sense of walking away now because you've done everything you could the um, cup with the fire is in a bed of water and this is sort of like a time of letting those emotions go and leaving that portion of your life behind you and looking forward to a new horizon. Now, what I'm getting from this is, is that maybe mid-month you're still going to feel like things are not resolved. Um, however, you are coming to this portion, the Queen of Wands is the next card, you're coming to this portion of your life where you're going to start to realize, yeah, it's maybe not worked out um, yet, but things are turning in your favor. If you felt that you've been waiting on someone and whether things are going to turn in your favor or not, the emotional theme is going to be that they are going to turn in your favor. Okay, um, that you need to hear. It may not be until the 26th of January that you're going to start to see this. Um, you are going to, I almost feel like you're going to feel like you are a new person. There's a part of you that is not expecting this. Look at this. I love this reading for you. <laughs> I'm laughing because the Wheel of Fortune is the next card. And... I see this to be the wheel of fortune in a direction you did not expect. So you're going to feel very different. You're going to feel that this is only the beginning, that you are now going to, out of this experience, you're going to create something that is going to be so beneficial um, for your very own life. And you realize, it's so interesting. So we have the nine of... We have the Nine of Pentacles, which has to do a lot on, you know, money or ideas that are worth pursuing. This is what this is about. There's an idea that is coming up at the very end of the month, and it has to do with something you are specifically good at that you now are going to be taking a look at. Now, there's a part of you that is going to try to maybe talk yourself out of it. It's really weird because you feel really good, but then the judgment card is there, which is allow for more to come in. What do I mean by that? The judgment card here is a very, um, I almost feel like there's a three to four day period where you could be challenged in the sense that you're so excited, you're wanting to move forward and you're wanting to sort of like, maybe rush it's not in your nature anyway to kind of rush this way but there's a part of you that has to sort of hold back you have to allow between the 26th and the 30th of the month you have to sort of allow for things to come up more this is a very specific message for you guys um the reason for that is because there's more there's sort of more that's trying to get through to you energetically. There's some other aspects that you need to see that have directly to do with your spirit, who you are, why you are so good at what it is that you're doing. So allow for that to happen. I also want to say that if you live somewhere where there is nature, it would be a good idea to spend some time in nature to allow for this to come through. Uh, maybe because... 
there's a part of you that's going to want to jump to this Ten of Wands. That's the next card that we see. Ten of Wands. You're going to be able to move forward. Whatever the circumstance was, you're able to move forward. You did not expect that it was going to be this kind of an outcome in such a good way. That's a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you liked this video. I hope that it provided you the guidance that you need in order to navigate through this month. Thank you so much for being here. I would love to stay connected to you, so be sure to subscribe. You can also follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Uprise Astrology Podcast, and I will see you here in the next episode.